Hello, beautiful people. Thank you once again for joining us on Just the Tits. I'm Avery, and joining me as always is the lovely, wise, and very, very, very witty. My name's Gia. Okay, I did it. I got it. Nailed it. Yes. It did sound like a question, like you were not sure. <laughs> Some days I'm not. It's really it's a, little, <laughs> a little rough right now. We're all in this together. High school musical. I wasn't going to, but oh. I was about to. Alrighty then. So, Gia, what is the theme song to your Netflix special? And by special, I mean Netflix series. Oh, I was like, do I get a full hour special? Let's see. Um, that's a really good... Just six episodes. Fucking question. Oh, fuck. Why? Why does Netflix only do that? It really pisses me off. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to sit in the dark for a couple hours. <laughs> Why can it not be longer than six episodes? Because I think then you become a hermit. No. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so... Theme song, theme song, theme song. You know? Okay, so there was this one song from, like... 2008, it was a It was a collaboration uh, between Santana and uh, that guy from Nickelback, Chad, uh, <laughs> Chad Kroger. It wasn't the full Nickelback, all right? So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> stop laughing. It's not that funny. No, Nickelback <laughs> is just like one of those. I actually do like Nickelback a lot, so. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a supportive laugh. All right. Well, anyway, that's the song. It's called Why Don't You and I. I was like really, 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 really into it. It's just like fun and kind of. So why don't you and I. Wait, no. How does it go again? I know the song. <laughs> Do you? Because that didn't sound like it. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was totally <laughs> off. <laughs> I, I went in full of confidence and I came out <laughs> not recognizing myself. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it goes. Why don't you and I get together? We'll take on That's the world and be it. together forever. Heads we will and tails we'll try again. That one. Got my lighter out. Ooh, baby. Don't set the house on fire. Well, shit, man. You went back in time for yours. Hmm. Yeah. Really, what I can turn to is this pick-me-up song, but some song that kind of grounds me at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I really don't want to use a Dave Matthews song oh, God. as my theme song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nickelback is in the It wasn't first the full Nickelback, example. okay? All right, chill. <laughs> so, chilling over here on Dave Matthews Band. Uh huh. Because this song, it's like fluid gold in my veins. Okay. Say. But if you. Hear the title, you're gonna be like, Avery, is there, do you need help? <laughs> is there something you wanna talk about? <laughs> because it's called Lie in Our Graves. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it just, it has this kind of like sinewy flow to it and uh, it builds. Like it's not a kind of flat song. And I love songs that they, they can start out slow, they go really fast and they go slow. And it's like, is it over? No, it's not over. Oh my God, it gives you a heart attack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not, I didn't choose an EDM song. I could have. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you for not doing I do that. actually really like EDM. <laughs> All right. So what are some of our answers from our many listeners on what their Netflix series would be like? 
We are now moving to questionnaire number two, and we have a lot of responses from our lovely, luscious, languid listeners. I don't know. I was trying to work another L adjective in there, but I failed. Uh, Literate? (laughs) (laughs) That's the hope. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if they filled it out, I would hope that they are literate. That is a good good (laughs) assumption to have. I'm going to read names for this one because it's not that embarrassing, I don't think. That way we can also give a shout out to all the people that filled out our questionnaire. Okay, so here we go. Andrea Arcano said Peaky Blinders theme song would be the theme song for her Netflix series. Not Buffy, but Buffy said Better Version of Me by Fiona Apple. Mm -hmm. Someone else said Woman by Kesha. Love that song. It's a great one. Uh, Someone else said the New Girl theme song, but with my name. They didn't put their name, so I don't know what to insert there, but that's what they want. Oh, Lau said Soy Yo from Bomba Stereo. Stephanie Mayer said Hercules, I Will Go the Distance. That's a good one. I was about to break out into song. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lenny said Still Feel by Half Alive, which, yes, great song. Great song for 2020, especially. If you haven't listened, I highly recommend. Then somebody else said Queens of the Stone Age, I Sat by the Ocean. Tacoma Matt, as opposed to all the other mats said Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. <laughs> Maru said All Star by Smash Mouth, because Maru is secretly Shrek. That is my <laughs> takeaway from that. <laughs> MB said She's Always a Woman by Billy Joel. Somebody else put a Spotify link. Chanel. <laughs> Shout out to Chanel. The Spotify link links to Brown Sugar by NXXXXXS and MAN. And she said it's a dope song. So I'm going to go listen to it after this podcast is done recording. Somebody else said She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. Rachel said Pump Up the Jam, Pump It Up by Technotronic. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> I like how you like gave me a look like, yeah, you still there? Yeah. <laughs> Just like silent. I'm like, okay. No, no I'm not getting any feedback here. Well, I was going to sing the Hercules song, but that would be a while. So I didn't want to take up the whole podcast for that. And our listeners appreciate you for it. i.e gia (laughs) all right the wiccan witch of prospect park said free woman by lady gaga nasty in new york said watermelon man by herbie hancock the baconator Mm. said the less i know the better great uh hipster anthem for 2020 mac said rainbow by casey musgraves hi gia i miss you is the name this person put and they wrote enya's only time Okay, someone sent you a love letter via Yeah, I don't know who it is. I really can't guess. But if you want to like send me a message being like, that was me, please do. I'm sure I miss you too, I think. Chucklebee wrote Red Light by Nightmare because it's Nightmare, (laughs) but with no vowels. So it's like Nightmare and ASAP Ferg. A dollar sign. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. A-app. A dollar sign app Ferg. Yeah. I'm such a boomer. It's like the principal from in Glee, right? When he gets out and he's like, so the students are going to be performing something from key dollar sign ha. Okay. (laughs) And then he leaves. (laughs) I just got it. LOL. Those were all so magnificent. I still don't regret my choice. Yeah, I would hope that you wouldn't. Disclaimer. Uh, Avery is chugging. She's pounding the brewskis. 
So at least someone uh, here is easily one. entertained. Just one. <laughs> Giant one. <laughs> but it isn't a stein, a mini stein. And I did notice as I was pouring it out, it's 8.2 um, alcoholic content. So. Okay. Anyway. So. <laughs> highway to the friend zone. Here we go. So. We've got our Netflix series, and obviously in our Netflix series, we got to have people that are our best friends, right? The characters that love us and support us, but also drive us a little bananas. We have some tension, some conflict, some resolution. Theme song wraps it up. Perfect. Are you about to tell me what drives you bonanza? Bonanza. Bonanza. Bananas. Beer. (laughs) (laughs) Bananas about me. Is it because I'm drinking beer during our podcast? (laughs) No, that's jealousy. It doesn't drive me bananas. I'm just jealous. I didn't get the memo. Okay. (laughs) Hey, man. Life in the podcasting world. (laughs) No. So what I'd like to do is tell you in my theoretical Netflix series about my life with my Santana theme song, I'd have a best friend character in there, right? And they would be modeled after my best friend, one of my best friends, because people can have multiple best friends. Okay. So some things that I really appreciate because, you know, we appreciate our listeners, we appreciate our friends, we appreciate each other, I appreciate myself. One of the things I'm thankful for about them is that we can literally go at this point for like months without talking more than like liking each other's Instagram memes that we send each other. And it's like not a big deal. Then we just like pick up right where we left off next time we chat. So that's something I really like because I don't like feeling pressured that if constant communication is not maintained, then the relationship will disintegrate. That's just way too much for me. Mm. So that's something I'm really thankful for. Well, that's like what you want in a friendship. Exactly. Right. Trust and also that like familiarity that you can kind of pick up right where you left off every time. Doesn't Doesn't matter how long has gone by or, you know, the distance that separates you. I will go the distance. There she goes. I will find my love. (laughs) I saw an opportunity. Oh, wait, that was from last time. (laughs) Call back to episode three. (laughs) We're just trying to promote all of our episodes. Yeah. Each episode at a time. Yeah. (laughs) I would add to that loyalty because throughout the years, the people who I've stayed in touch with, who I consider my bestest, bestest friends are Your besties with breasties? Yeah, I mean, I have besties with testies, but they're not Men as have breasties best. too. Not as big, though. Yeah, I'm not going to look as much. Size doesn't matter. God. So my besties with breasties, they, they've stayed the course with me, and I think loyalty has a lot to do with that because you choose to be friends. You don't choose your family. Well, you can choose to stay close with your family, I mm-hmm. think, but I think the onus is more on... <laughs> It sounded like moron. <laughs> You're a moron. So <laughs> the onus no, is moron. That, that's idiotic, bro. So you choose your friends, though, and they do become like family. Like I don't have siblings, so my friends are all like sisters or brothers or cousins to me. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't make the cut, you're a cousin. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't put me in the friend yeah. zone. She put me in the cousin zone. Uh-huh. <laughs> C zone. Oh. Yeah, I would say that because you never know, and this is so trite, but you never know how you're going to evolve, how you're going to end up, and oof, what challenges you'll face and like how you come out through that. So if your friends are going to still want 
to talk to you and still send you those memes and they still like trust to hear your voice. That's big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. So getting back to the juice, to the tea, I wanted to read out some, I don't know what that was. Yeah, don't spill the tea, Gia, especially your own. So we, uh, we asked you all to talk about what positive qualities, what things you are thankful for in your best friends. So somebody mentioned that their best friends love them unconditionally and that feels amazing, which yes, it definitely fucking does. Like we were talking about. Another person mentioned that their best friend is willing to listen to them go over and over and over the same point because that's how they process things and they're really grateful for that. Somebody else said that their best friends support them and they're really thankful for the fact that no matter what they're going to do, their friends support them. Uh, Another person said that they're really thankful that even though their friend is in another country, they're still connected. Somebody else mentioned that their best friend is a very good listener and very supportive. Okay, so this person mentioned that they appreciate their best friend because... They create a non-judgmental environment where this person can vent, try things out, make mistakes, and blossom. Somebody else mentioned that their best friend has a two-year-old daughter, but still makes time for this person. And that's something they're really thankful for. Mm. So um, this person is really thankful that their best friend is someone who was like an individual in the sense that maybe they didn't see eye to eye on things or maybe they weren't super alike, but they became really good friends. And then they became best friends because their relationship had a lot of patience in it, understanding. They explored their friendship together and grew together as friends. No judgment. Never. This is one of my top favorite responses. The thing I'm most thankful for in my best friend is that they're always around because it's me. (laughs) Hashtag it me. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really, really good one. I like that. I mean, you want to be friends with people who like you. I like me. Always. (laughs) Okay, so someone's really thankful that their best friend sees who this person is and how this person is and the value in that person without feeling a need to judge them on their bullshit, which is important. Sometimes we need like a get out of jail free card with friends, with best friends especially. Like, hey, no judgment. I'm gonna tell you something and just let it rip. Like farting? (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely what I was referring to. Another person mentioned they're really thankful that, um, similar to what I said, that even though these people have busy lives and they don't speak for a week, everything's good and normal. This person is always there for them. Another top favorite answer, something that they're thankful about in their best friend is that they never judge this person about any of the boy escapades that they have, which is true. Is it true because it's you? No, I'm just saying I think that's a great answer because like... Oh, okay. It's supposed to be anonymous, Avery God. Like, I'm not going to judge you, so that's a good answer. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. You know, you have to kind of unleash that (laughs) on somebody. Yeah. Um, All right. Another one, thankful for always having their back. It's good. This other person, similarly, is always there when their friend needs them. Another one that I think is really important is that they are thankful their friend is like a sounding board and that they love them enough to tell them when they're being crazy. Mm. that is i think a good marker of a best friend Mm. when they're like nah you you passed the line miles ago yeah you need a good slap like a good (laughs) either verbal slap usually is better but a good snap out of it moment 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what friends are. That's thank you for being a friend. Sorry, I just I've been bubbling over with that. I'm glad you let it out. Loose. Yeah. Yes. Better out than in, I always say. Better than a fart, right? <laughs> I mean, considering you're on a different continent, you do you. My poor cat. Okay. <laughs> Another person is thankful for their friend's spiritually generous nature. Somebody else said they're thankful for their friend's ability to always laugh. Another person mentioned that they're really thankful their best friend has a drop everything they're doing and empathize mindset, which I think is really important, right? Sometimes you have those moments where you're like, I need you. And it's great when your best friend is able to help you out right in that sticky situation. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Another person similarly said that their best friend would drop anything to come and help if that person needed them. Somebody else mentioned honest communication and unending loyalty, like you said. And another person mentioned they're really thankful they can be their true self around their best friend and that their best friend, they can tell that they love this person for being their true self. And finally, a shout out to Chucklebee, who put in this request that said, sadly, my best friend betrayed me. So... I'm in currently in the market for a new best friend, if you're interested. <laughs> so listeners, we, uh, we have Chucklebee out here is missing a best friend. If you are looking for a best friend, let us know. We'll try and hook you guys up. <laughs> well, we can be, we can be friends. <laughs> no, but best friends. Best friends. That's best what they want. Best friends. Spelled with an H. That's. Yeah. So <laughs> so obviously, Avery, in this Netflix special, we got to have conflict, right? I'm sorry, Netflix series that we're making about our lives. And the best, juiciest conflict always comes from the best friend conflict. Betrayal. Betrayal, Wait, misunderstanding, not being on the same page, because it's satisfying because it usually gets resolved, right? So the idea of conflict is important in any kind of storytelling because it gets resolved. But sometimes... In real life, and I feel very much like Mr. Rogers right now, sometimes in real life, we just can't resolve things amongst our friends or our loved ones. So in that vein, we have a couple of responses about how some friends have let people down. And these are things that unfortunately do arise in friendships. And you just kind of have to like let it go. I think part of being a best friend in an adult scenario, not in like a creepy adult way, uh, in like a being mature, and that also it's sounds creepy. creepy. <laughs> I didn't want them to think like adult film way. I just meant <laughs> okay. Like I just meant being a grown up and having a best friend, not someone that your best friends in like elementary school with, but like someone that you maybe have grown up with and you really cherish or you know you make friends with at a later stage in life is recognizing that that person is not always going to be perfect just like you are not always going to be perfect and despite that you can get over it and grow together communicate keep building your friendship like I think that's like the key marker that differentiates between like oh my god we're best friends let's have matching bracelets so like that level of best friendness (laughs) to being like knowing that that person is dependable knowing that you are there for them so yes these are things that like yeah you might not be so thankful for but you still overall really appreciate this person in your life hit it right so ha 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 he's just like me so he is also what i need to improve Ooh, that's deep Ooh, reflection right second one their need to bring up their own accomplishments whenever i achieve something 
Mm. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. Mm. They have a quick tongue. I hate fighting with them because they have the best retorts, and I'm always feeling like I didn't get to say exactly what I wanted. Holy shit, that's that's good. But you don't want that in a friendship. Sorry, I'm editorializing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I agree. I really get frustrated when people are like that. Because, yeah, you just leave and you're in your shower talking with your shampoo bottle, like the meme says, and you're like, I could have won this argument. I just always remember, who's it, George from George Costanza from Seinfeld, and he's like driving away and then he's like thinking of the perfect comeback and he's like, God damn it. And then he turns the car around just so he can go back and say his comeback to people. <laughs> but you don't want that in a friendship. All right, so this person who who's not so thankful for this trait in their best friend said uh, because they're incredibly materialistic. Mm. The next is scared to go places or do anything when we travel. Terrible traveling buddy. Oh, no. Yeah, that's rough. She doesn't shower every day before the baby, too. To connect these, this person was saying that they were thankful that their friend had time for them, even though they had a two-year-old. And so she's saying that even before the baby happened, because sometimes people are like, oh, I had a baby and I have no time for myself and I can't shower every day. But she's saying that the baby is not the cause of this, that even before the baby, this woman was not showering every day. Right. Okay. Can be self-absorbed when it comes to work over hanging out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The next one, not so thankful for. Wait, I'm my own harshest critic. Because they are their own best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. So this friend is in a different place in life than me. They're married. They constantly make references to, oh, you'll understand once you're married. And even though it's probably true, it's unbelievably annoying, according to this person. Yeah, I could see that. I mean. Yeah, like you don't want to lord over your friend's something like that you know like marriage isn't the epitome it used to be but it's not now (laughs) but in general i mean anything like just because that person is not experiencing it doesn't mean that you have to be like oh you'll get it it's like the you'll be like when you're older we'll tell you nah Mm, patronizing very much Mm -hmm. so so this person said she sometimes has problems expressing her feelings so it's difficult to help her Mm, yeah yeah that's a tough one I'd want them to open up more. She'll listen for days on end and then clam up at their own distress. I want to try my best to help her. So that sounds like the first one. It's like they're not opening up about their feelings. Mm. Yeah, those are similar. Uh, So this one said that something that kind of annoys them about their best friend is casual programmed queer phobia. Yo, no, that ain't cool. Mm -mm. LGBTQ... Plus, IA. Yep. All that shit is dope. The next one is their brutal honesty. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> we just cited that as a uh, good quality. Right. I mean, maybe too much could be bad. Yeah. I mean, if you're not doing it from a place of love, if you're just like trying to, you know, make them feel less than, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person said they're too far away. Shout out to long distance friendships, LDFs. Staying connected to people during the pandemic can be stressful AF. I love my BFF, but sometimes I just don't feel like talking to her. And when she shoots a message, I feel bad about it. That's a me thing, though. So, I mean, but every little thing counts, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's good that this person wants to stay connected. It's true. And I think that we all have to be really sensitive 
especially now about, you know, just because you don't get a text back immediately or in a few days doesn't mean that this person's ignoring you. Everyone's got a lot of shit on their plates. So just be, I mean, be thankful that this person is still reaching out, even though they might not be getting bites back. That's like really nice in a best friend. Word up. <laughs> this friend sometimes pushes boundaries like we are close, but sometimes I don't want them to shower at my house. Okay. Okay. I mean, fair. Okay. Noted. I don't think I've ever showered at your house. You never showered at my house? Did you write no. this? Do you not want me showering at your house? It's not <laughs> that. It's just like towels, man. Towels. True. True that. Which towel to give out to my guests. It's like it's a whole process. I feel like that's also an adulting. Like, you know that you've made it to an adulthood when you have extra like guest towels and you're not like, oh, here's my one towel for this like week but it matters like i don't want to give you the cat towel like oh, I please don't give me the cat towel <laughs> to prevent from his fur you know um furring up my furniture mm. it's a lot of errs and furs but yeah uh this one i can relate to not personally but i find in friends flakiness and disappears for stretches of time that to me is sometimes borderline we're done. <laughs> oh my god, damn. Yeah, let's get serious for a moment. You know, flakiness and just dropping out. Nah, I'm not about it. We're not friends. Bye. Okay. All right. Like no, what if they come back and they're like, "Look, like if they give you some justification, do you take that into consideration or do you just like do you just cut it straight out?" I do take it into consideration, but since I have been taking it into consideration for the past half decade also known as five years um (laughs) i think that i am done taking it into consideration i.e i love them as a person Mm -hmm. but as a friend yeah we're we're pretty much done like i can't care about you sorry this got really real but that like no yeah sometimes it Um, gets real yeah i am i've just i've no it's important to know when like these things that you're not so thankful for in friendships are just too much like they push the scale in the wrong direction and you're just like losing too much of yourself time respect dignity whatever you want to say in a friendship that's probably not healthy right right and i think it's important to recognize the time you Mm -hmm. know the end time when to cut that Mm -hmm. and i'm at that point it's really painful but you know like chucklebee said I'm in the market for a new... No, I'm just kidding. No, but um, in this case, you're like tested to care about a person and to have them as a friend in your life. Like you've pocketed them as a friend. Mm-hmm. All of these pockets for all your friends. But if they never show up in your pocket when you need them, yeah, this is a cheesy ass metaphor. But I do think that then there's no point. If they show up when when they feel like it, that's not a friend. Right. That is true. Okay, bye. That's an acquaintance. Uh-huh. It's like less than a coworker. No, it's I true. I count on my coworkers more than that friend. Like we talked about in the last episode, we only have a certain like a limited amount of time right and to create really strong friendships you need to invest a lot of time and if this person is not putting in the same amount of time as you then like you kind of have to cut your losses and say like look unfortunately we had a great run but it's just not going to work out and it sucks it really fucking sucks especially when friends ghost when friends just like disregard your opinions or your feelings but 
you, you tend to find a better friend or make a like stronger friendship with a different person because of it. So silver lining a little bit. I, I do no, I do think that people at the age of seventy or eighty can still make friends. Mm-hmm. And those are important bonds. Like, I didn't mean seventy or eighty, but be... okay. <laughs> no, but I'm just kind of like looking long term in the in the whole realm of how people evolve. Right. And friendships evolve. And if you're going to lose a friendship, that's not the end of everything. Even if you knew each other from grade school, high school, whatever, like that's not the end of, you know, your ability to make friends. No. And making friends is like a muscle. So the more you Mm -hmm. try and make friends, the better you will be at making friends. Okay. So so the next one is is kind of hard to take, too. It's um, backstabbing betrayal. Now I know how Jesus felt, which is a thinker. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Chucklebee again. Looking for a best friend. If anyone's interested, let us know. Uh, the next one is a little bit more lighthearted. So this best friend consumes carbonated drinks, and then she has trouble speaking. But she tries to muscle through to keep talking, and it's painful to sit next to her when this is happening. Oh, that's so sad. I mean, it sounds hilarious. Like the mental image I've created from that comment is great. But also, what? (laughs) It reminds me. So one of my good friends, one of my best friends, Tori, I've known her for many, many, many years. And uh, her dad recently, I think like two years ago, I was at like a family friend function at her house. Her dad introduced me as being like, this is Gia, one of Tori's friends. One of my earliest memories of her is when she burped the ABCs in my car. And I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. I didn't realize I was still getting recognition for that, but okay. (laughs) I think once you put that out there in the ether, you should always expect that to be a callback. And I was surprised how many people were shocked. And I was like, it's not that hard. (laughs) Well, here's Sajia and her unique capabilities. Yeah, man. Skill set. Put that on my resume. Put that on your plate. All right. So the next one is actually a serious one. So we're going to take a second from being comedy queens. This person was not so thankful that their friend uh, committed suicide. So yeah, it's not always fun and games on here, even though it seems like it. There are some serious things that we're talking about, and we really appreciate people being honest with us and sharing these details with us. And we just want to remind everyone, check in on people around you that you care for. Maybe people who are just tangential in your life, but still check in on them, especially in this climate in the US, but also with the pandemic and everything. Everyone needs a little extra empathy and care, especially from their best friend. Yeah, we appreciate you guys sharing things like this with us. And we love you guys. You're great. So... Now y'all know what uh, best friend traits people are not so thankful for. Maybe you identified your own best friend in there. Hopefully not. Y'all know who you are. (laughs) All right. So we've gotten into the nitty gritty of our listeners and their best friends. What they're thankful for. What they're not so thankful for. And we're going to leave you hanging on the macro investigation that we've done. We've scoured the internet for science and opinion articles about friendships, whether, you know, opposites attract in friendships, whether these things are reflected in the animal kingdom. So lots of juicy articles coming at you in our part three of this friendship special. 
So hang on to that cliff until next time around. Yeah. But while you're waiting, go ahead and re-listen to all the other episodes because I'm sure you miss us in between episodes. So the dishes will return with the dishin. <laughs> what? I worked that out in my head and then it just, it didn't quite come across. <laughs> and thanks to Comice Johnson for her wonderful illustration of our tits. Just kidding. Of our faces. And Gabrielle Beasley for her lovely, lovely intro and outro ukulele music. If you like us, give us a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. You've got a friend in me. Do, do, do. <laughs> you got a friend in me. When the road looks, I don't know the words, and you're miles and miles from there. At least we have friends, even if we don't know the words. You got a friend in the tits. (laughs) Okay.